Welcome to Manners and Madness, a Jane Austen and David Lynch podcast. My name is Maya Adkins. And I'm Christian Cabrera. And today we are doing our summer 2023 check-in. <laughs> it's been forever <laughs> since we did a check-in, and it's been like a month since we recorded last. <laughs> yes, us physically. We definitely were like, let's just breathe through Sanitin and give ourselves a couple weeks off, but we're back in the saddle. Yes, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. <laughs> We're back in the saddle, and yet we are anticipating being extremely busy this summer, and so mm-hmm. don't know that our original plan of what we are going to do is going to actually get done. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, but, you know, we always do something fun for the summer, whether it's blockbuster summer or... You know, do some like just fun other kind of things like movies and series that are related to our topics. So we'll do something fun regardless. Yes. And actually, well, we might as well start off by asking at the early part of the episode before (laughs) anyone has skipped ahead. (laughs) We would like your help to decide what we're going to do this summer because Mm -hmm. we just can't cover the thing we were originally going to cover this summer and the thing we were going to do after that is like even more labor intensive so right (laughs) we were thinking of doing just you know fun movies we've already had some people write in about when we've mentioned joe versus the volcano Mm -hmm. our labyrinth people were like yeah you should definitely cover those movies on the podcast (laughs) and you know last summer I think we were going to do Blockbuster Summer, but I think we ended up doing Sanditon Summer. <laughs> yeah, I think so. So let's make up for last summer, too. Yeah. So we'd love to hear what you guys think we should listen to or listen to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything that we haven't covered on the podcast yet, or if you have something that you're like, that would make a really great, funny commentary episode where yes. we watch it and kind of, you know, you get our fresh off the cuff thoughts about it. Uh, let us know too. Yeah. If there's something that we've already covered that you think would make a good commentary of, you know, just us recording a commentary track, we'd love to hear that too. Yeah. So, you know, if it's Jane Austen or David Lynch related, even better, but pretty much anything that, you know, maybe you're like, that's a fun summer movie, mm-hmm. makes me feel nostalgic, then we would love to cover it this summer because. We need some sort of, we need some easy, easy to watch, easy to talk about (laughs) movies. Mm -hmm. Easy going Because we still want to have, exactly, we still want to have regular episodes come out. We just, you know, I got so much going on right now. I just don't have the mental space. (laughs) We just want to provide the most excellent quality when it comes to like Jane Austen and David Lynch exact episodes. We don't want to, like, you know, be preoccupied with other things. So we're saving those for when we have time to kind of really put in the work. Exactly. Exactly. I don't want to cover, you know, Pride and Prejudice, the novel, when we're in the middle of, like, like 10% brain power. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're definitely more of a solar-powered group where we need the summer <laughs> to recharge. So <laughs> Yeah. And, it, you know, it gets oppressively hot here. So the past, yeah. I think last summer, we actually recorded everything so early that we basically <laughs> took like we did july off <laughs> yeah and it was glorious <laughs> it was it was we needed a <laughs> we needed to just occupy ourselves on not burning up yeah i spent every day in the pool in july <laughs> <laughs> as you should 
<sighs> and I just tested the water today and it's 82 degrees, so it's officially summer. <laughs> Yay, pool season. I'm so excited. It's only May 11th here, but <laughs> <laughs> it's already hot enough. So, <laughs> yeah, the actual the air temperature and the pool temperature were the same temperature. Ooh. And I was like, oh, my God, is this thermometer broken? <laughs> <laughs> Make a wish. <laughs> I'm excited for pool summer. I feel like I also want to take advantage. I'm like a horrible Floridian when it comes to like beaches I don't usually unless it's like a trip I don't usually go to the beach just because like it's in the area that we are there's a couple different beaches to pick from but you know it gets like uh, maybe not that one because of this reason or not that one because of that reason and it's just you know I make yeah. when you have to drive like an hour to the beach yeah. then you have to drive an hour back while you're sticky and gross <laughs> yeah so I, I would feel like if there's no like shower, it's kind of like, well, I have to bring like a little bottle of water to wash my food off. So I'm trying to make more of a plan to go to the beach this summer, and do beachy things. Cause I do enjoy the beach. Me too. Me too. I've actually been to the beach twice this year, which That's is kind of crazy. crazy. <laughs> because I now I'm friends with someone who lives at the beach. So I've been a couple times. To visit. <laughs> it's a good friend to have. If you ask me. <laughs> Well, it definitely gets me out on the beach more, which I definitely appreciate. Usually mm -hmm. it's just saved for like vacations, really. Yeah, which I mean, we sort of already have talked about doing a beach vacation, too. So <laughs> uh, it's just kind of like a must. Once it gets hot enough in Florida, you're like, I feel like I should go on vacation to the beach. <laughs> yes. And we just did our annual mountains trip, which mm -hmm. we go to North Carolina usually and, you know, get the last cool air that we will experience until <laughs> yes like december <laughs> <laughs> yeah we usually try and do it towards the end of spring because it just dips down to like the 40s at night and it's yeah. like so perfect <laughs> but it was so much fun how what yeah. did you think of the trip what did you what was your favorite part of the trip or parts oh. well i think my favorite part was walking down to the waterfall even though Walking back oh, yeah. up the hill is always <laughs> the hardest part. <laughs> it was quite a trying hike, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah. Even though I was extremely slow on the walk back up, I didn't feel like, you know, I didn't have any joint issues. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I was going to, you know, my head was going to explode or anything at any point. So I think it was pretty good. I think I'm like somewhat in shape, but. Uh, see, I wasn't. And I thought I was being like, smart by taking they have these like shortcuts cut into the side where it's like really steep but it's technically a shorter distance and i was like i'm just gonna take the <laughs> shortcut and then the shortcut ended up being longer than i thought it would be and a lot steeper so it was uh it was a lot yeah that's what made me such a slope focus because i gave up on shortcuts when everyone else kept doing them i was like no nope, <laughs> i'll take the longer much less uh steep way <laughs> yes i yeah that's what i should have done uh, the more you know <laughs> yes <laughs> but you know it's one of those things that like you know it because i've definitely mm -hmm. known this for a while from previous trips but yet i always try it <laughs> <laughs> you always gotta sort of uh prove to yourself you kind of like sort of convince yourself that like oh maybe i can't do it this time 
Yeah. And then, <laughs> then you figure out, you're like, mm, no, not this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but that was a lot of fun, and we just got our Disney passes back. <laughs> we did. It was very stressful on our end because we we were under the impression that, well, there's a limited number, and they're only going to be sold this one day, so get in line, and <laughs> a lot. See, I was not fooled. I knew that <laughs> there's no way... <laughs> Right. <laughs> you knew that they were like, mm, we're a capitalist company. We could, uh, we could, we're going to sell more. <laughs> Considering before COVID, they had no limit on the number of <laughs> passes they right. would give out. I figured even if they somehow sold out, quote unquote, that within a couple months, they would have more. But they didn't sell out because it's a big place. <laughs> yeah, it's huge. And there's four different parks to go to, so there's going to yeah, be plenty of we room. Used, <laughs> we used to be pass holders for several years, and then during COVID, we got rid of our passes because, you COVID. Know, obviously, we didn't <laughs> want to pay for something we weren't really using. Right. And then they got rid of passes altogether, unless, you know, you had kept paying for it through COVID. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we bought passes. Originally, I was like, I don't know. Maybe I'll just wait a little while, but then Josh and Christian got theirs, and I immediately had to get. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we're going to Disney, like you can't not go to Disney. I know, so I was very excited to have it back. Also, you know, it felt good to support Disney when they are, you know, trying to stand up to our <laughs> insane governor, <laughs> our piece of shit governor. Yeah, we try not to talk about politics at all on the podcast, but oh my god! <laughs> yeah, when you're living every day through it, it's uh, you can't help but talk about how horrible it feels <laughs> to be here yes. and how unsafe it can feel. Um, but but it feels good to go to Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> it the does most magical place on earth. <laughs> it does. We decided to go to Epcot. I feel like it's a a good entryway back into the parks after not being there for a while. And it's my favorite. There were two new rides that we had never ridden there: the Remy Ratatouille ride and uh, the new Guardians of the Galaxy ride, which we both. Which was so much fun. <laughs> yes. Although I will say the Guardians one was a little more spinny than I thought it was, which was kind of a shock. <laughs> it was so exciting because I didn't know what the ride was. I hadn't mm -hmm. done any sort of research or anything. Me neither. So. I had no idea it was even a roller coaster. Oh, I knew <laughs> so it was, I was that. on it. I was like, oh my gosh, this is a roller coaster. And then it started doing all sorts of crazy things that roller coasters yeah. normally don't do. And I was like, this is a fun roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. And be like the movies, it's like got music sort of incorporated into it. So each, I think, mm -hmm. um, group of cars or whatever you want to call it has like a different song and we got a really great one we got uh gloria estefan uh conga <laughs> one of my Best. most favorite albums from when i was like 12 13 <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah and you know being a cuban i have to like everything she does because she's <laughs> you know goddess goddess of cuba but Oh, of course. Definitely. It was just the perfect song for a roller coaster. I was like, I can't help but sing along. I know. I didn't even know until we were off it that there were multiple 
mm-hmm. songs that could come up. So yes. the whole time I was like, this is the best song for a roller coaster. I have no <laughs> idea that there were other options. <laughs> yes, I don't really know what the other options I think I know what one of them is, but I don't I haven't heard much about what the other options are. But I was very happy with the song we got. And the Remy yeah. Ripe was very fun, too. That's one of my favorite Disney movies, Ratatouille. Mm, maybe we should do that this summer because I haven't. Seen it. <laughs> we should, we should, we should. It's, it's just the best movie to watch when you've taken an edible and you're hungry because it's just so food focused <laughs> and like food sounds and like describing mm. smells and all that stuff because it's you know French food. Yeah. <sighs> so well, good. perfect for our future podcast, which is part of the reason we can't really do what we wanted to do this summer because mm-hmm. we're also trying to you know get ready for that podcast which will hopefully be coming out in the fall yes so and we'll still be doing this one don't worry but yeah. that was just gonna be like a once a month type of a podcast but we you know there's just a lot of logistical things to think about yeah and get ready for that one <laughs> yeah it'll be a lot a little bit more planning but it'll be a nice fun departure from a more literary like film podcast it'll be something different yeah yeah and you know i've been thinking about maybe putting that one on youtube as well so it's a good idea i don't know if anyone's interested in that but we'll see <laughs> <laughs> yes well it'll be in the works yes Well, that's just what we were up to. But let's talk about what we covered since our last check-in, which was in mm-hmm. February. Uh, a lifetime ago. It was our Valentine's check-in. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> I feel like this whole year we've been like, we don't have a lot of time for stuff because we've already <laughs> done a couple of re-releases this year, including in the last section we did a, a re-release of our episode with Twin Peaks Unwrapped on Psych, the Psych that episode, was a fun one. Dual Spires. Yeah, it was definitely fun to re-listen to that one, too, because it was so long Ben ago. and Brian are so cool, and I've been thinking mm. about how we're going to have the. I want to have them back on the podcast at some point if we, because I want to cover Ronnie Rocket, mm-hmm. which never got produced, but they did a really great episode on it, and so it would be cool this to talk awesome. to them about it. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> And then we did one of your childhood favorites, The Road to El Dorado. Yes, a classic. (laughs) Which was a lot of fun. (laughs) Yeah, I hadn't watched it in forever, so it was definitely like a nice refresher. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I had never seen it, so. Right. It's so good. I love a (laughs) Pixar-Disney collab. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then we did Bridget Jones's Diary re-release. Yes. <laughs> I love those, too. There Which made me think, we should do the second one of those for Christmas this year. That's a good idea. Or maybe even the second and third one. Just, you know, finish up the trilogy. <laughs> right. <laughs> I guess it depends on what we're doing at the time, but... <laughs> yeah, definitely top of mind. I assume they're both Christmas movies, but I don't really I know for hope sure. so. <laughs> it feels like a Christmassy time movie well the first one was definitely christmas even though we didn't release it in christmas Mm -mm. (laughs) (laughs) okay then we covered 
an obscure David Lynch piece called mm. Hotel Room. <gasps> right, 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 right. That was which, interesting. Yeah, which was definitely cool to cover and, you know, get to know David Lynch a little more. Oh, we should definitely cover the Fablements this summer. <laughs> yes, it's been on my list of movies I wanted to watch anyways. So and he's in it. So <laughs> yeah, as soon as it's out on a streaming platform. Definitely. I think it's it should. I, I would think it would sh- it would uh, soon. It should be soon. Yeah, because all those other Oscar contenders came out already. Mm-hmm. So that one was really that was fun. And then we did room 104 mm-hmm. because we were just curious about how it compared to hotel room because it had a very much exact same premise almost. Yes. And that was cool. Nobody listened to that episode, but it was fun to do. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just covered all of Santaton. Uh the crown jewel which was great <laughs> in my opinion uh, i'm sad it's over you know i know it's... it was it was so good though <laughs> yeah and we did the whole thing this year we didn't do two episodes per episode Mm-mm. we were just like we need to talk about each of these episodes individually and i'm glad we did because it was uh, so much fun i think this was definitely the funnest season of sanditon to yes. cover at least for the podcast and to watch <laughs> yeah i feel like they really like came together and like perfected what the show what they their vision for the show because it just felt complete yeah now they just need to have a spinoff featuring leo and <laughs> yes <laughs> no, <laughs> but there isn't. is an there is another show i think on netflix that's supposed to come out called the netherfield girls oh. which i'm not really sure anything about that show except for that it does have something to do with I think it might be a mo- uh, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Something to keep an eye out for, for sure. I'm very I'm very excited for that. There's new Bridgerton starting, but I think um right. I'm not sure if I'm gonna watch that one just because I didn't really I just kinda got bored with the last season. Mm-hmm. But this is more of a spin-off about Queen Charlotte, so it might be more interesting. Yeah. Let's see what the let's see if the steaminess comes back. That's what people want. Yeah. More steaminess, less male protagonists. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's like I, your... That might have been my big problem with less. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's your baseline for almost any TV show. <laughs> Please. Yeah. <laughs> As it should be. Sometimes I like it, but you know... I like what I like. Exactly. <laughs> I like ladies. <laughs> <That's> the leads. <laughs> <laughs> ladies in charge. <laughs> Okay, well, that's what we did. <laughs> <laughs> did you have a particular favorite out of the bunch? Mm. You know, I mean, obviously, Sanditon was probably my favorite, but I really did also enjoy watching Hotel Room because it's something mm. I had never seen of David Lynch before. I almost feel like maybe we've been giving David Lynch a little bit of shorter. We haven't done as much David Lynch, but... There isn't as much David Lynch. <laughs> and to be fair, we do a lot of stuff that's not technically Jane Austen. It's like right. inspired by Jane Austen. Yeah. So, well, and I also, think... to be fair, she does have like a good uh, 200 years on him. So. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I, also something we should cover this summer, perhaps. 
because mm-hmm. I'm going to be playing a lot of Zelda. That is also yes. going to be taking up a lot of my time. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. So excited. I know it doesn't count as real work, but I can't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I'm excited for it. But I I think I did know this, but I just Mark Frost tweeted about it the other mm-hmm. day that Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening mm-hmm. was inspired by Twin Peaks in a lot of ways. And they actually talked to Mark Frost about it. Oh, before they made it. I don't know that they, you know, I, I'll have to relook at the tweet, but it's definitely has a connection. So we can. Yeah, <laughs> we can cover I say, it. why not? <laughs> I say, let's do it. <laughs> And since I'm going to be all Zelda'd up, I might as well, mm-hmm. because I've definitely played that game before, so I could probably just like, you know, review it without having to actually play the whole thing again. But I, you know, maybe I won't. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll probably I'll definitely play it just because I Breath of the Wild was my first Zelda game ever that I've ever played. Uh, I was you never finished it recently, right? Yes. Apparently there is DLC that I have not played yet, but you should play that. It's good. <laughs> I did finish Zelda. I, from the start, refused to collect all the Korok seeds because there's like 600 of them. <laughs> I was just like, I'll stick to the storyline. But it's been a lot of fun. I really enjoyed the game a lot more than I thought I would. <laughs> yeah, that was probably maybe my favorite game that I've ever played. And I did get all the Korok seeds and mm-hmm. I did upgrade every outfit <laughs> the only thing i didn't do on that game was like you know win all the mini games to their best mm-hmm. because i don't know i'm just i suck at mini games so i just <laughs> i can't do it mini games are <laughs> yeah you'll need a couple tries to kind of get used to it so i totally get that I need like a week of straight <laughs> trying <laughs> for some of them <laughs> but it was which a, i find very frustrating <laughs> it was a lot of fun i, I loved the i know it's like a very like in the beginning especially a very annoying part of the game that like things break and you have to find new things and build new things but i feel like that is such a aspect of a game that i really like mm. is kind of having like a limit set on what you could do and trying to figure yeah. it out that was like the last of us which is one of my like favorite games of all time both of them it was mm. very much that where you have to conserve things and you know build things and find materials and it's just I think it's just a more fun way to play, in my opinion. But I know a lot of people prefer, like, storyline. <laughs> well, I had never really played a game with that, and mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it, too. I mean, it definitely made it so by the end, you're like, I can do anything! I'm yes. the master of this game! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember when I got introduced to the guardian arrows i was like i'm gonna go back to every single guardian and i'm going to destroy it because <laughs> they yes. killed me so many times oh my goodness yes and i'm so i i've watched so many youtube videos about mm-hmm. the new one coming out <laughs> i'm so excited it's very exciting but i'll let you borrow link's awakening and we can yes, please. cover that at some point this summer yes please <laughs> So, okay, what else? We've talked to you about, we want your help. We've talked about what we did. We kind of talked about what we're doing. I mean, we've just, yeah. Yeah. So. Could you, we could do the quiz and then we can finish off with like our recommendations or like what we're enjoying. Yes. We have to do a recommendation because I have some. Me too. <laughs> I don't remember what they are, but I know I have some. <laughs> well, do you want to do the quiz first and then we can finish off with yeah, that? Yeah, let's do quiz first okay did you get it 
I got it. All right. Okay. So our quiz is describe your perfect summer and we'll give you a bucket list activity to try. Okay. I think that's a very fun I'm one. I'm excited. Me too. All right. <laughs> Question one. Who are you hanging with? A group of friends? My BFF? The fam? My partner? I'm going to say a group of friends. I'm going to say also a group of friends because I would include my partner in that. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, you know, the fam, of course. Yeah. And my BFF is included in the group of friends. So, <laughs> yeah. But I feel like summer is like definitely prime. I'm going to go hang out with my friends' time. Okay. It took forever for it to acknowledge that I pressed it. <laughs> <laughs> it okay. was our perfect or what? It is actually perfect summer. Okay, okay, okay. Yes. Okay, so keep in mind perfect summer. <laughs> What's the weather like outside? Warm in the sun, cool in the shade, sunny with a warm breeze, humid and overcast, dry and sweltering hot. <laughs> hmm. I'm gonna say warm in the sun, cool in the shade. It's a good medium. I'm gonna do sunny with a warm <laughs> breeze because I do enjoy a warm breeze. It makes you think yeah. of um like coastal florida like islandy yes, the beach yeah all right pick somewhere to take a trip osaka san sebastian montreal or los angeles for the summer mm -hmm. i'm doing san sebastian because i've wanted to go to san sebastian because it's in spain which is one of my favorite places mm. and it is the city with the most michelin starred restaurants in one place well, just for the sake of trying to get a different answer, because I think that would be my natural response to, I'm going to say Montreal, because I think it could be cooler there. Hmm. Yeah, it would be And it might be nice to get away. Experience. I would love to go to Osaka, but like, I don't know. Not the it summer. looks hot. <laughs> I feel like I always picture Japan like very like fall time, like just cool. Where I can wear like a nice jacket or a sweater. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go. I don't like to go to big cities when it's hot because I have to be around everyone at the same time. <laughs> exactly. We're going to want to answer the same answers to all. These <laughs> <things>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's your ideal summer vibe? Lazy, fun, daring, or active? I'm going to say lazy because <laughs> <laughs> I'm. It's my ideal summer vibe. <laughs> I'm feeling a little bit more like do I don't know like. Usually mine is lazy, but I'm going to pick fun because I feel like yeah. I want to do a lot more things this summer. <laughs> yes, lazy fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love a lazy fun. Okay. Choose a summer activity, going to the movies, hiking, snorkeling, or playing sports. Hmm. Well, one of my favorite things to do is go snorkeling, so I'm going to say snorkeling. I'm going to say going to the movies because I have been wanting to go more often. Pick. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this quiz is crazy. Heck. Okay. Ooh, this is a question for us. What ice cream flavor will you eat all season? Matcha, chocolate, <laughs> mixed berry, or caramel swirl? Why is it matcha pistachio? I know. That's what I thought it was going to be. I know. <laughs> I would totally pick that. I hate <laughs> matcha, though. <laughs> yeah, matcha is a little too earthy. Pistachio is my favorite ice cream flavor ever. So I'm sad. Or lime sherbet. I love green ice creams, but I don't like matcha. <laughs> Ooh, I'm this is so hard. This is a hard one because I'm stuck between chocolate I and mixed eat berry. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm not normally a berry ice cream type of person, but I love berries in the summer. Mm. I'm going to say 
Mm, but then caramels. I'm going to say chocolate. A chocolate? Just, I'm going to say chocolate. I'll go yeah. with mixed berry. Ooh. Ooh. <gasps> I can do Interesting. this. <laughs> I cannot do this. <laughs> What'd you get? <laughs> Become a mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Oh, do you want to hear the whole description? Yes. Give me the spiel. It says, live out your little mermaid fantasies by learning to swim like a mythical creature at mermaid school. We tried it on this episode of Ultimate Bucket List. FYI, it's harder than Ariel makes it look. You know... There's a place they probably went there to mermaid mm -hmm. school and Homsasa called, uh, oh my God, my brain. Um, I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember what it's called either. Wikiwachi? No. Yeah. That sounds, Wikiwachi. That sounds right. Sounds it's called Wikiwachi. It's a spring and they have a mermaid show there. And I actually, one of my mom's best friends growing up, her mother, who was actually my grandmother's best friend, was one of the first mermaids there. Because they have oh. like mermaids, but right. they also do a mermaid school. That's cool. <laughs> I really just want to cool. be a mermaid there. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a really cool, fun activity to do like for all ages because I don't know. Totally. And it could totally be considered like what I would say akin to like a, what like what would you call it? Like, um, like a, oh my God, what's the word? I'm, like an unconventional like uh exercise class like pole dancing yeah. where it's like it's a lot of core so yeah <laughs> and in the middle of summer the springs are Perfect. where you want to be <laughs> uh, ice cold it's so good that would be fun i think mm -hmm. i should do that that is a bucket list item <laughs> well i would rather do yours mine was become an action figure whoa <laughs> <laughs> it says you don't actually need to be a famous movie star to have your own figurine immortalize yourself with a mini 3d printed version of you watch ours get Ooh. made on the episode of ultimate bucket list um <laughs> i don't think i'll be doing that but seems I fun could probably for kids if we could stylize you correctly do a photo series in which you look like an action figure <laughs> that's true that's true I know you could do like, I feel like actually, I feel like I've heard about these 3D printed action figures that you can get. It seems like a uh -huh. great gift idea for like a little kid or like even like a teenager who's really into like the oh, Marvels definitely. or the DCs or blah, blah, blah. Oh my God. EJ would love that. <laughs> he would. That'd be really cute. Well, that was a good quiz. <laughs> it, was, it was fun. It was fun. And it made me excited for summer. Yeah. Which is officially started. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The pool's swimmable, it's summer. I mean, my dad's pool's been swimmable for like a couple weeks, but he has a solar heater, so mm -hmm. it doesn't technically count. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> cheating. He's cheating the system. I mean, not really, but, you know. But, you know, that's not what they would have done back in the you day. You can't consider summer starting <laughs> by that. <laughs> right, exactly. All right. Well, I feel like we should finish off today's episode with like a list of recommendations slash things we've been enjoying since our last check in. Anything yes, I agree. New or something. And just I remembered. Fun. I remembered the one that I most thought I should recommend Ooh. because we have a local filmmaker who oh, made right. a movie that I watched recently with my dad. It just recently came out on 
VOD mm-hmm. and you can buy it or you might be able to rent it as well from iTunes or probably I mean, I Amazon, iTunes, I think. probably from Amazon. I think it's in a lot of those types of places, mm-hmm. but it did. It went through. It went to South by Southwest, I believe. Yes. And won some awards mm-hmm. and has done like a, kind of a, a circuit through different festivals and stuff. And it's oh, done yeah. really well. And it's sci-fi and it's all local actors. I mm-hmm. feel like I know <laughs> like, <laughs> the majority of people who worked on it. <laughs> but yeah, both me and my dad really enjoyed it. And it's called The Artifice Girl. So Ooh. it's like an hour and a half. <laughs> it's very cerebral AI. It's about AI and kind of like its relationship with its parent in a way. Such and... a cool concept. <laughs> yeah it's really cool and all the press i've seen about it has been like maybe the best movie about ai ever made and you know ai is really big right now i was about to say you it's know, very topical about it so. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah i we're excited to watch it it's on our list and i know josh knows franklin and franklin's just really talented oh, yeah, say made by franklin rich <laughs> yes he's very talented he wrote it directed and starred in it <laughs> yes he's got such great ideas and i've seen some of his other things that he's worked on in film and tv sorry that's tv uh theater and he's just so talented and just a great person so yeah definitely support them yeah definitely <laughs> what <laughs> what do you have uh my well since you started with your number one I'm going to start with my number one, which is a TV show that I have just started, like, I think this week, and I'm kind of obsessed with it. And I'm going to make a big claim and say it's probably the best reality TV show of all time. It's called (laughs) Couples Therapy, and it's on Showtime. And it follows this, the constant, I guess you could say, in all the seasons is this couples therapist named Orna in New York. And kind of like every 10 or so episodes you get introduced to a set of couples like probably about like four to five couples of all different backgrounds all different sexualities and gender identities and they come with their problems and she kind of you like see the process of her trying to help them through it and you see people be very like super vulnerable and it feels almost like a last vestige of reality tv that is like truly reality where it's not like people uh-huh. acting like they're on TV to get famous. And it's just so interesting to me to see like people's relationships and their problems and how they talk about them. It's just really That's awesome. cool. I'm just kind of obsessed with it. I, uh, I don't have showtime and I have very little interest in reality TV, but I would watch it. For you. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's when you say like reality TV, I feel like it's like you think of like competition shows and, you know, like housewives and stuff like that. And it, it's just so it is. This is like true reality TV. Like it's very much uh, like documentary, almost docuseries style reality TV. Interesting. And it's just so good. It's like almost so addicting. And what I really love about it is like you don't just see the therapy sessions. You get to see like orna who's the therapist you get to see like her peer advisory group where she goes to talk about the patients and you get to kind of see them be like oh like maybe you're not connecting with this person because you have a block because you don't have sympathy for them or whatever and it's like you get to see like how she's not like this she has her own faults that she's kind of like having to correct during sessions and 
That's you see, interesting. Like, her clinical advisor, who is kind of like her mentor, I think, if I understand it correctly. Uh-huh. And they talk about the cases, and it's just so cool to see <laughs> how this whole thing interacts with, you know, people's lives. It's just really cool. That's cool. Yeah, that does sound cool. <sighs> okay, well, I have a documentary that I just watched <laughs> that. I stayed up past midnight to finish watching Whoa. it <laughs> and I didn't fall asleep, but you know, I, I'm not like a huge true crime listener, but I do enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And lately I've been a little more into it. So I was just trying to like look around and see what's a good new documentary. That's about true crime. I don't even know if it's that new, but I watched one called captive audience I've and heard of this one. it's, the i think there's more to the title like it's like captive audience the steven sailor story or something like that okay or or captive (laughs) audience a a true american crime story or something like that Mm -hmm. but it's three part i think it was done by the russo brothers oh or they at least produced it it's on hulu Mm -hmm. and it's about the first two parts really is about this kid, I think his name was Steven Saylor, who got kidnapped and oh. was returned or like escaped basically mm-hmm. like seven years later. And oh. just the crazy, well, the craziness of the story, the craziness of the um, media attention around mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. and you know how the family dealt with it. And it was really interesting. And then the third part is about his elder brother, who later became uh-huh. a serial killer. <laughs> oh, wait, I have heard about this. I think I've heard a <laughs> podcast episode about this. That is a crazy story. I didn't know there was a documentary on it. That's cool. Yeah, and I think like most, you know, podcasts and stuff mostly focus on the the serial killer brother. Yeah. But the the documentary actually focuses the first two out of three on the younger brother who was kidnapped and like maybe how that might have affected the older brother and Mm -hmm. it was just really an interesting sad story but like just really really fascinating (laughs) in so many ways (laughs) yeah that's it's just like what are the chances of like two you guess like major crimes happening within one family it's just kind of crazy Yeah, one brother is like a hero. The other one is a villain. And yeah, definitely Ugh. really well done. You know, that's, it's the kind of thing that a lot of times, if it was a different documentary, I might have turned it off after like five <laughs> minutes because I just have so little ability to watch things that I don't completely interest in me these days. <laughs> but I really, really enjoyed it. <laughs> I have to keep that in mind because I do love a good true crime documentary and i've never seen any like a documentary i've only listened to podcast episodes about this specific thing so yeah definitely calm my interest <laughs> it was between that and the murdoch trial which i think i'm definitely mm-hmm. gonna check out at some point but it's like, good uh... <laughs> it's it's yeah i remember i watched it during like close to the end of the trial and it's uh-huh. just like it's very like shocking it's just so shocking (laughs) yeah i that's what i've only heard through podcasts so it's good i'm definitely yeah so what do you you have another one 
Yes. I'm going to do a music recommendation. One of my favorite music artists ever, Jesse Ware, sort of like had this kind of a, I would, like a, the word I would go to is groundbreaking, but I don't know if that's the right word, but it was just like this really amazing album come out during the pandemic that was like super like disco themed and it was just so good. And so she's kind of stayed on that track and released like another disco inspired album <laughs> called That Feels Good. And it's just so good. It's so like perfect summer album, very much like the more like happy, dancey, disco-y feel. Fun. It's just really, really great. I will say my favorite like popular single off the album is Pearls. But if I were to pick like a non-single, it's right now it's Freak Me Now. It's very, uh, very fun. Uh. <laughs> but it's just so good. And Jessie Ware is just a very smart and talented musician. She's got a great voice. And I just love her a lot. And she's got a great podcast. I think I've recommended her podcast. It's, uh, uh, what's it called? It's called Table Manners. It's like a food podcast she does with her mom. Oh, and yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. good. It's very fun. And they have really good guests. <laughs> cool. Um, I don't know if I have another one off the top of my head. What else have I watched? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I watched Guardians of the Galaxy. I really liked uh, that was, a lot. <laughs> it was so good. It was, you know, a mixture. It was bittersweet. Yeah. Although it was left very uplifting. And I'm like, mm -hmm. excited to see all the characters show up at some point again. Oh, I'm sure. Even if it won't be all in the same way. Yeah, anything's <laughs> possible now. <laughs> yeah, well, goodness, yes, definitely in the Marvel Universe. <laughs> <laughs> and I also watched the newest season of The Mandalorian. That was Oh, cute. yeah, that was really I great. I liked it. I, I love it. Grogu. He's the best. He's the cutest. I think I don't think we talked about that on the podcast at all. I don't think so. But it was really great. <laughs> Anything else? For you? Yes. I will say my last item that is like really top of mind is a TV show called The Other Two. I uh -huh. believe it's on HBO Max or Max or whatever it's going to be called now. But it is, I think it's, oh God, is it second or third season? But it's, I probably have recommended it before, but it's just, you know, it's returned and it's like the most hilarious show Everything that they do is like the most ridiculous, stupid thing ever. It's the third season. <laughs> and it stars Drew Tarver and Helena York are like kind of like the main characters. But it's also got like Molly uh -huh. Shannon and Ken Marino, uh, Wanda Sykes. It's really, really funny. And two of the, the two creators and writers are like former SNL writers. So it's just uh -huh. really funny, really silly, really stupid. I feel like I they're it. on Comedy Bang Bang sometimes to promote that show. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, Drew Tarver, I feel like, has tens of characters on <laughs> Comedy Bang Bang. He's <laughs> always on. Um, but yeah, I think uh, a lot of them have been on to promote the different mm. seasons. But it's really good. And it's really funny. And it's just really, it's a fun show about two terrible people. If that makes sense. <laughs> They're both I feel terrible. like that's a lot of shows. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like lighthearted. Like it's like celebrity terrible. Like people who want to be famous terrible. But like who just have no self-awareness. And that's what makes ah. it funny to me. <laughs> definitely worth a watch. I'll definitely have to check that one out. 
But I think that's all I have to recommend. Like we should probably yeah. we could wrap it up at this point, I guess. It's yeah, you know, not quick a super check-in. long episode, but <laughs> quick little check in, and you know, we'll see what what answers we get back for what we have to do December regarding yeah. commentaries yeah. or movies. And who knows what we'll be doing next week? <laughs> we'll figure it out <laughs> in about five minutes. <laughs> yep, <laughs> only only time knows. <laughs> Uh, but yeah so excited for the summer even though it's probably gonna be super easy and we'd love to hear what you think we should watch yeah definitely let us know or or listen to or play you know that's true we are open to video games doesn't have to be watch (laughs) (laughs) this is a video game podcast (laughs) exactly now we are a video game we played one game (laughs) all of them I just forgot about the joys of video games and now I'm, I want to play video games all the time. Yeah. Or, um, you know, listen to an album. We could do that. That's awesome. Yeah. We're open. To, we're <laughs> anyway, open. <laughs> we're open to suggestions and uh, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much for listening. We hope your summer kicks off to a perfect start and we'll see you next week. Good night. Bye. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can email us at mannersandmadness at gmail.com. You can DM us on Twitter at mannersmadness or on Instagram at mannersandmadnesspod. Or you can leave a one-minute voicemail on our website at mannersandmadness.com. And if you would like to support the show, you can leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you prefer. We also have a donate button on our website, mannersandmadness.com. Yes. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week. Good night. Bye.